0: Yo, what's going on? What's going on? Good people, Pastor Lamarcus here with another episode of On Your Mark. What an absolute joy and privilege to be able to come to you guys today uh, with this podcast. And uh, I'm so excited, man, because we've been talking about commanding peace in your environment. And today we're going to uh, sort of put a bow Uh, on that that idea, that teaching, that thought, uh, this series on commanding peace in your environment. And I wanna finish it uh, by giving you a few things that that I believe will be really, really practical in just helping you stay in that peaceful place. We started this series, man, uh, just talking about how important it is to allow the spirit of God to hover over your life. You need God in your life. You need his spirit on the inside of your heart to really begin to kind of command and orchestrate uh, your your environment to to put the order and the structure around, it. and we went into the structure of peace and the structure of order and how God forms before He feels and and really really the the idea is for us to really walk in in peace. God is doing something in us to build us up. Uh, To such a degree that now it doesn't matter what goes on around us. We can still maintain our peace. I want to stay with with all of those things in mind. And certainly if you haven't heard those podcasts, I really, really want to commend them to you. Uh, I want to invite you to go back and listen because I believe they'll provide some important context to what we're going to talk about today. And I believe they'll just be good for you. Uh, To gain and glean uh, just some practical things you can do uh, to help make sure that you are walking in peace today, though I want to I want to kind of go deeper and and also kind of sum up everything We've been talking about with this whole idea of commanding peace in your environment by by talking about this um, The calm in the chaos uh, having calm in chaos being able to maintain and remain in peace And at peace, when things are coming for your peace, oh, come on now, Uh, to be able to even in the midst of the difficulty, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the thing you heard, in the midst of what's going on on the news, in the midst of everything that's going on around you and around us. Uh, the chaotic situations when we're out and about, how do we maintain our peace? And I want to give you some really, really practical things that I believe will will help you. And I'm going to go ahead and give them to you. And we'll talk about them throughout this podcast. Uh, Really three things that I want you to be able to think about to help you maintain your calm in the midst of chaos. The first thing is this, what's the goal? Like, like, what is the goal? What is the directive? What is the direction from God? What does he call me to do? Uh, and the reason that's going to be so important to, to remember the goal and to remember the direction is because sometimes we're letting chaotic situations involve us and we're not involved in and you want to make sure that you don't get pulled into something that's not even your goal. Wait, that's not even my chaos. Now, let me be careful because as Christians, we are concerned about the things that are going on around us. We are concerned about the things that are going on in the world. We are concerned about people. We are we are obviously, and, and after all, workers in the kingdom. We are part of the kingdom. And our commission from God is to expand the kingdom by bringing people into the kingdom. But, but we got to remember that the way we do that is through the goal that God has called us to. So sometimes we'll find ourselves being so busy with other stuff, with this thing that popped up and that thing that popped up. Remember, we gotta make sure that we don't allow somebody else's urgency to become our emergency. Uh, We gotta be careful about that because when we do, then all of a sudden we've been pulled out of our goal and now we're in the midst of the chaos and we're trying to figure out why we don't have peace. No, part of maintaining your peace and having calm in the midst of the chaos is to be reminded of what's your goal. What did God call me to? OK, well, what am I supposed to be doing here? Because perhaps this thing that's that's being chaotic and that's crazy over here is something somebody else need to attend to, at least at the moment until God gets around to calling me to that thing. Uh, so so one of the first things we need to do uh, to maintain calm in the chaos is to ask ourselves, remind ourselves, keep in front of us the goal. What is the goal? The other thing is this. What's the path? All right. What is the path? The reason that's important is because we want to know if we are moving in the right place, if we are moving in the right organization, if we are moving in or within the right structure, if we are going the right way. What is the path that God has given me a call? He's given me a goal. He's given me a directive. Now, what is the direction? He's given me a a place to go. Now, what's the path that I need to take to get to that place? Those are things that we find out in prayer. Those are things that we find out through good godly counsel. Those are things that we find out through study. Those are things that we find out uh, as we go in and and as we're maneuvering. But the reason it's important, let me be careful here because I really want you to hear this. The reason understanding the path is important is because you'll fool around and find yourself in a chaotic situation, in a chaotic place, and that's not even the place you need to be. You'll find yourself dealing and fighting in chaos when that's not even the assigned spot for you. We say this all the time at Unique Life Church, every time I get an opportunity to say it, I I wanna say it, where is the blessing? The blessing is in the spot of obedience. So no wonder it's chaotic over there, when you're not supposed to be there so so we got to make sure we understand uh what our goal is what is god calling us to what is the directive and then what is the path what is the direction where do we need to be where do we need to be going how do we need to go about maneuvering towards the goal then here's the other one and this is very 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 important what's the purpose Like, why is this goal important? Why is the path to get to that goal important? What is the actual purpose that we have here that's going to keep me in a space of calm in the midst of the chaos? Now, we've been talking about Uh, utilizing this passage of scripture uh, in this narrative in the Bible throughout this entire uh, series on on commanding peace in your environment where we talked about Jesus being asleep in the boat when the storm comes up and the disciples are absolutely losing their mind because the wind and the waves are are heavy against them and the waves are are beating into the boat so much so that the boat is filling and, and they feel like they're about to sink and yet through all of this commotion and chaos Jesus is asleep at the stern. You got to ask yourself, come on, Jesus, come on! Now a lot going on here. Now why you sleep? Come on, don't you care if we perish? Don't you care that that this is a a, a dire uh, situation? Don't you care that all kind of uh, crap is going on here and all kind of stuff is breaking out all over the place and we about to go under with with this 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 wind and these waves and this water in the boat? Don't you care? How about you get up and lend a hand here now? And it's interesting that Jesus, in the midst of that same situation, in the same chaos that's causing them to lose their mind jesus is calm well perhaps it's because jesus know what the goal is perhaps it's because he understands the path to get to that goal and perhaps it's because he understands the purpose we talked about this a little bit and i want to just reiterate briefly uh the thing we got to understand is when jesus gives us a goal when he gives us a path when he sets us out on a purpose he he's also covering that thing with a promise Right. I'm going to be with you as you maneuver. I'm going to be with you during uh, on this call. I'm going to be with you in this direction. I'm going to be with you as you accomplish this purpose. And I am promising to protect you all along the way. Now, the reason is so important for us to understand all of that is because that's going to be essential. If we're going to make maintain our calm in the midst of chaos, because because people of God, chaos will come. The difference though, and I want us to hear this and understand, the difference in being able to maintain our calm in the chaos will come back to these three questions. What is the goal? What is the path? What is the purpose? If you are pursuing the goal or the call that God has called for you, If you are on the path and going the direction that God has called you in, if you understand the purpose to which he's called you, now you don't have to worry about how chaotic it is. You can maintain your calm because you know God is with you and he has you. So that's very important. And I want to continue to reiterate that because of the necessity, because we need to understand that calm and chaos are not mutually exclusive. Most people will say, no, 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 they are. We can't have calm and chaos at the same time. No, 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 no. The devil is a lie. I'm telling you, as a Christian, you can absolutely be in a chaotic situation and have your calm and maintain your calm. But the difference will be understanding the goal God has called you to or the call He's called you to, understanding that you're and making sure you're on the right path or in the direction He's called you to, and understanding the purpose to which He's called. Now, Let's just extrapolate that, uh, this particular passage for a moment. Jesus has put them in the boat. He said, hey, we've been ministering over here. Let's get into the boat. Let's go over to the other side. Um, So so the goal is, watch this, the goal is to make it to the other side. Let's get in and let's pass over to the other side. There's your goal. There's your call. The call is to get in the boat, head over to the other side. The call is, sorry about that, call is to get in the boat, head over to the other side. Okay. So, so we, we got, we got the call. We we have the goal. W- what's the path? The path is through the water. Let's pass over the water, heading over to the other side. That's the direction we're heading through the water. We have our path, w- but, but, but what's the purpose here, here, Jesus, w- what are we doing? And, and I want to pause here for a moment because I need us to understand that oftentimes the purpose may somewhat be hidden from us, Because we may not always understand the purpose But if we have the goal in mind And if we have the path in mind Sometimes the purpose is just to be obedient To the call that God has called us to Sometimes the purpose is to be obedient And go down the path that God has called us to go down To to follow the directions that he's called us to Sometimes, sometimes uh, the the, the purpose is Or understanding the purpose and maintaining the come Is just to make sure we're in the spot Where he's called us to be And then when we get there The purpose will reveal it itself. Sometimes we don't understand why we need to be so forgiving when that person is being so nasty and so low down and so mean and so ugly. We we don't understand why we need to be so forgiving. But but the goal The goal is that we forgive. The pathway is through our absorbing some of the things that are coming at us and the negativity that's coming at us. And and then the purpose then will reveal itself later when that person says, I've given my life life to Christ because I witnessed how loving and caring you were towards me when I was anything but towards you. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's the purpose. Wow. I, I didn't realize that God was using me as an instrument to bring that person to Christ. So sometimes the purpose reveals itself as you recognize the goal and go down the path. So, So Jesus and his disciples on the boat And the goal is to get to the other side. The pathway and the direction is through the water. And then when he gets over there, there is a demoniac. There's somebody who has been tormented day and night with legions of demons. And he goes over there and he he uh, relieves this guy of his issues. He casts out those demons. And all of a sudden, this guy falls down and worships. And all of a sudden, now we see that the purpose was to get over here. To bring salvation to this guy. So this guy could be a witness on this side of the waters. So this guy who who everybody has seen being being chained up in the in the graveyard and in the cemetery, living in a dead place. Nobody can do anything with him. He's cutting himself, he's he's naked, he's too strong to be bound. And now all of a sudden he's been set free. I don't even recognize that dude. Who is that? Yeah, but I met a man named Jesus. Come on now. <laughs> That's the purpose. And, and the reason I want to reiterate that so strongly here is because we have to be able to maintain our calm in the presence of chaos so that we can keep our goal in mind, stay on the pathway and know that God knows what he's doing. And even if I can't see it right now, that my purpose is, the purpose will be revealed to me as I go. And, and I want to give you a placeholder right there. I want to give you a placeholder right there. Come on now. I, I fooled around and got excited because I know where I'm going, but I want to give you a placeholder right there for the purpose. What, what is the goal you have in mind here for me, Jesus? What What is it that you want? Here, here's your goal, uh, child of God. Here's your goal. Here, here's what I need you to do. Here's where I need you to go. Here's the pathway. Here's the direction I need you to to go to, to go down as you're going to. But But Jesus, what's my purpose? Your purpose will be the exact purpose will be revealed more intently when when you get there. But, but for now, your purpose is your worship. For, for now, your purpose is to just lift your hands up and give me glory along the way. For now, your purpose is to look back over your life and see how far I've brought you and know that since I brought you that far, I didn't bring you this far to leave you. So you can go ahead and worship because of the goal. You can go ahead and worship along the path because your purpose is to bring God glory. And you will see more of the purpose when you get to the place where he's calling you to. And then you'll see, oh man, look at what God has done through me. Look at who God has brought to Christ. Look at how He's expanded the kingdom. Look at how he's delivered this person. Look at how he's made a difference in this environment. Look at how different my work environment looks because my goal was to come here and shine a light because the pathway was how I walk uh, in Christ daily. And now the purpose and how I've been worshiping all along the way. And now the purpose is look at how God has shown up on my behalf. Look at how God has shown up on these people's behalf. Look at what God, man, look at God. And so sometimes for the purpose, we, we put the placeholder of worship because worship is always in order and we worship until we get to the actual purpose of why God has called us. So so if we can go through uh, back, back to the, the disciples on the boat, even though they didn't understand along the path, when the chaos comes, worship is in order. When the chaos comes, hold on for a minute. This boat is filling up with water and we still hadn't sank. Let me just take a moment to say, thank you, Jesus. Let let me just take a moment to say in the midst of everything that's going on, he's still holding me. In the midst of the difficulty, he hadn't let me fall. That thing should have took me under a long time ago. But somehow by the grace of God, by his mercy, by his strong hand, he's still holding me up. Even in the midst of the chaos, I'm going to be calm enough to see Jesus and go ahead and put and let my placeholder come up and go ahead and and, and put my worship on that thing. I'm going to go ahead and and glorify God. We got to see that that's how you maintain your calm, man. And, and, And I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to over preach this, this passage, but there's so much, I think I mentioned that there's just so many uh, applications here in the message, because when Jesus steps up and and calms the wind and calms the waves, the, the disciples are looking and they're like, wow, what manner of man is this? How, and he's even the wind and the waves obey him. And, and as, As revelatory, as insightful as that moment is when Jesus steps up and calms the wind and the waves, they had an opportunity to have that same revelation beforehand. They had an opportunity to have that type of awe and worship beforehand. They should have realized in the midst of the chaos, wow, man, who is this? We on the boat with that even when the boat is full of water, we're not sinking. Who who is this? That we in the boat with, that even as the waves are are beating against the, 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 the boat, it hadn't turned us. So who is this that's in this boat with us? That that even though the wind is blowing, it hadn't tipped us over. Oh man, we serve at all. Look at God. Look at what he's doing. And I want to invite us to stop waiting for the calm outside before we worship and let the calm and peace on the inside of us lead us to worship even in the midst of the chaos. Calm in chaos. Come on, somebody, man. We got to be able to see how good God is while we in the situation. We we, got to be able to see. We have a God who is not out there waiting for us to get somewhere. He is in here with us. So even in the midst of the chaos, man, we can have peace. Uh, we, We talked about, In some previous podcasts, we talked about the idea of having the spirit hovering. we definitely need the spirit. We talked about uh, God building up this structure so we can hold his presence on the inside of us. We talked about the forming is for the feeling and and the whole point of the feeling, right? The whole point of the feeling having God feel us is so we have his presence because the point of his presence is that we have his power. You got to follow it. You got to follow it. The the point of the feeling is that we have his presence and the point of having his presence is that we have the power in us to do what he has called us to do. And the power, the power, having his power in us is that we do what's needed and necessary in the moment. Now, you have to see how that eliminates how having the power of God being filled with him. You got to see how that eliminates the need to panic. It eliminates the need to panic if christ is with us on the boat I don't have to panic when the boat has too much water to hold itself I don't have to panic about the water in the boat because christ the power the presence of him of christ is with us And that same presence is holding us up Therefore, there's no need to panic and allow the chaos to get in me I can still maintain my peace because he's holding me up so so that's the whole point the point of The forming is for the filling. The point of the filling is for his presence. The point of his presence is to have his power. The power to do what? Whatever is necessary in that moment. Now, I need to say this, but before we end this podcast, I want to be very clear here. We don't walk in all power, God does. We, his children, do not walk in all power, he does. We walk in the power necessary to do what's necessary in that moment. We don't walk in all power. God walks in all power. We walk because we have his presence. If we have his presence, as we allow him to form us and fill us with his presence, that also gives us his power, but not all power. It gives us the power that's necessary in the moment to do what's necessary at that moment. Here's my proof text. The Bible Bible recalls that, Before Jesus ascended into heaven, after he had been uh, crucified and after he rose from from the grave with all power in his hand. The Bible tells us that he went around and he ministered for some 40 days and uh, he continued to teach his disciples. He appeared to them multiple times. And before he ascended, uh, as he was getting ready to ascend back to the father, he told the disciples, he said, I need y'all to go. um, Go out and, and stay. Go, go, go to the to this room and stay there. Watch this. Stay there. Until the heifer comes stay there until you are endowed with power Stay there until my spirit rest upon you and then you'll know what to do now watch this The bible says that they were on the day of pentecost. They were together on one accord and what appeared as flaming Uh flaming tongues came and rested on them and then they went out in power They went out in power now question. What did they go do? The Bible recalls that on the day of Pentecost, Pentecost was a time uh, they went out where it was multiple, uh, multiple types of of people, uh, people from all different backgrounds were coming into uh, the city, coming into this kind of corridor where where this road that, that comes through where all these different people meet. And the reason that that's important is because Jesus is now getting ready to spread the gospel to all corners uh, of the globe. And so with everybody coming into this this centralized meeting place, and now the spirit of the spirit, um, the, the tongues of fire has has set down on the disciples, and they go out into this area on Pentecost. Everybody has come into this city, they go out into this area and they begin to teach and preach and speak. The difference is they're not speaking in their native tongue, they're speaking in tongues that they do not know. In other words, they now have the power to communicate to people that they would not normally have had the power to communicate with so so then so then what was what was the what was the power that they had that that rested upon them the ability the power in this moment to speak to folks and communicate in their language so they get to hear the gospel so they get to hear the word of the lord peter stands up And he preaches and and the folks are so thrown, they're so thrown, they're they're so um, in an uproar. Like, how is he, how do we, how is he able, are are they drunk? What is he saying? What is he talking about? And, and, but the people who were from other places are hearing the word of God in their native tongue, in their own language. So they get to understand the goodness and the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. Now I, I need to speak to this because guess what? It's a chaotic scene. It's crazy out there. Things, are Folks from all over the place, people that can't even understand you and you got to find the, the, a person who understands your tongue and their tongue and all of this stuff is going on and we're in the marketplace, it's busy, there's hustle and bustle. It's a chaotic scene, but what's the goal? We got to go out here and preach. What's the pathway? Right down there in the very center where everything comes together. What's the purpose? That the word of God may spread to all corners of the globe. So Peter stands up calm in chaos like hold on for a minute brothers let me let me calm y'all down No, no 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 we're not drunk no 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 you need to understand what's going on here this is a mighty move of god and the reason i want to 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 utilize that that particular passage is to help us understand that we can maintain our calm chaos when we know the goal, when we're on the pathway, and when we understand the purpose. And even when we don't understand the end result purpose, that that Christ's word might be spread to the other parts of the world, we understand the the insert. We 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 fill in the blank with worship, and then we'll eventually. Understand the purpose, but I need you to get the idea that the what what really happened here was as they were filled Remember the the point of the filling is for the presence when they were filled with the Holy Spirit The 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 presence was the power. They had power power to do what what was needed in that moment? Well, what was needed in that moment? Them people need to hear the Word of God and they didn't have an interpreter. They needed to be able to hear in their own language And that's what the power of God enabled them to do. So there were times after this when when they were going and what folks needed was healing. And that was what the power of God enabled them to do in that moment. There were times when they needed a divine word from the Lord to be able to escape persecution. So that's what the word did in that time, in that moment. And, And the reason that's so important is because I need us to understand. Let me say it like this. Imagine this. Imagine you are. You don't understand the goal and you just out here y'all i'm out here working for the lord But you don't understand the goal and you're not on the path that god has called you to And now because the point of his presence, the point of his presence is for his power But the power is for the specific purpose that he's called you to but you somewhere outside of the call And no wonder you're so frustrated trying to figure out why it's not working No wonder you're so agitated because it's not going the way you thought. No wonder things. No wonder you're so chaotic and you're so frustrated because it's so difficult. It's because you have power. You do. You absolutely have power. But that power is for the goal. It's for the path. It's for the purpose in which God has called you to. This is so important because when we grasp this, oh man, we can remain calm. In the midst of the most chaotic situations, what is the goal? What is the path? What is the purpose? And when I'm not 100% sure of the purpose, I insert praise and worship. And now the feeling of God, God fills me with his presence. His presence is for the power. The power allows me to do what's necessary in that moment. And now it does not matter how chaotic things are around me because I have the power to speak to that thing because I know the goal, because I'm on the path, and because my purpose is to worship and to be utilized as, as an instrument For God to bless those around me. Listen, man, I pray that something has been said today that will be a blessing to you. I pray uh, that you really take these words and you maintain your calm and chaos. You command peace in your environment. You allow the Lord uh, his presence to hover. Uh, You allow him to uh, bring order into your life. You personally, you allow him to build up those walls and form you so he can fill you with his presence so that his presence brings his power and that his power is utilized for the purpose of bringing people into the kingdom of bringing glory to His name, so that all those around you can recognize that no matter what's going on, you maintain your calm, you maintain your peace, and God utilizes you mightily to do great things on His behalf. I pray that again that something's been said that'll be a blessing to you, um, man. I'm so excited to be sharing these these words with you. Let us know how we can be a blessing to you. Let us know what topics uh, are important to you, and we'll do our best to speak to those things. Uh, again, I pray that. Uh, It's just a blessing to you. And please, please, please let us know how we can continue to be a blessing to you. And if this is being a blessing to you and God is laying on your heart to support our ministry, please go to uniquelifechurch.org and allow the Lord to speak to your heart on how you can be a blessing to the ministry that we might be able to continue to do these things. So glad to be with you. So uh, just excited to, to, to be able to share with you. Again, if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. Don't hesitate. We're here to pray for you. We're here to walk with you. Until next time, know that I'm thinking about you. Know that I'm praying for you. God bless you. God keep you. And I love you.